0: The Adam Crowley Show.
1: He did a couple of annoying radio e-hot takey things that I wouldn't
0: have done where he goes, go ahead and tell me why you don't think what Tom Wilson did was illegal and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Explain what you think and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. On ESPN Pittsburgh. Okay, tough guy. You found the Crowley Show, where I'm still chewing crackers. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four is the number to call, or you can join the cast of dozens and follow me on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. Tell your kids, tell your wife, we're doing radio up in here. Brian LaMartina sitting across from me, shirtless Tom, behind the glass. Check them out on Twitter, at FBomber73, and at... Button pusher 970. I tweeted this out last night. And I've gotten a lot of response. And I wasn't going to do it until the hottest take of the day. But I want to have fun this last out. I tweeted this. People are drooling over Josh Dobbs right now. And you are. But Kaepernick isn't good enough to be in the league, right? Everyone's telling me that Josh Dobbs is this great young quarterback who's going to be a great young backup in this league one day, and Josh Dobbs just carved a defense to the tune of 151 yards in a preseason game number four, and he's the answer. Can't get rid of him. Can't lose him. But you tell me that Colin Kaepernick's not good enough to be in the league. You do say that too a lot of you. A lot of people say, oh, it's not about the race thing. It's not about the kneeling. He's not good enough, plus it's the kneeling thing. But he's not good enough. He's not a good enough player. He's a way better player than Josh Dobbs. He had a stronger arm. He's more athletic. Way better player. And yet, all y'all drooling over Josh Dobbs, and I hear, Colin Kaepernick ain't good enough. Brian tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. Kaepernick's going to win his lawsuit, but he will never play another down of NFL football in his life. I don't know if he's going to win the lawsuit, but he's never playing a down of NFL football in his life. That is absolutely true. And I don't think it's collusion. Inclusion's tough to prove, I think, in this circumstance. But I do think it's just cowardice on the part of the owners. Chris says, certainly you realize the baggage that comes along with Cap. That's one of the many reasons no one will touch him. When somebody says Cap has baggage, it reminds me of when people said Michael Sam had baggage. Michael Sam didn't have baggage. He was gay. Colin Kaepernick didn't have baggage. He's... Black. We don't have to do it that way. Greg Hardy's allowed to be on an NFL roster, though, right? The guy who throws women on beds of guns. LaShawn McCoy, who allegedly paid someone to break into his house and beat up his estranged girlfriend, he's allowed to play for the Buffalo Bills this year, but Colin Kaepernick's not. That's too big of a distraction. Get out of here with that. Sco says. Cap was a starter who couldn't win more games than he lost. Landry's a backup who pretty much can't win anything. Dobbs would replace Landry. I usually agree with you, but your comparison is flawed. I'm not making a comparison. I'm just saying all y'all think Dobbs is good and say Kaepernick's not. That's ridiculous. If you think Dobbs belongs in the league, then you absolutely should think Kaepernick belongs in the league. You're also wrong with a bunch of the stuff there. Uh, Landry has won as a backup before. Dobbs is not good enough to replace Landry Jones. Dobbs didn't play against a single starter in yesterday's game. Dan says the bar I was at was chanting hashtag cut Landry, no joke, in a preseason game. I imagine that about five of NFL fans know who Landry or Dobbs are, yet Cap can't get a job. Couldn't agree more with that. I love these people. What does cap had to do with Dobbs having a decent game in the fourth preseason game. You're trying too hard. Well, I was trying to stir the pot. Admittedly, I understand this. But it is something that popped into my head, and I am nothing but honest when I do my radio show. There are some hosts that will drum up controversy. I don't. If I'm mad about something, if I'm pissed, if I'm irritated, then I'll say it. If I've got an opinion on something, I'll give the opinion if I have a hot take that I truly believe I'll give the hot take. If I don't, I'm not just going to make something up. Uh, I'm good enough at creating content. My team around me, Brian and Tom, are good enough at creating content where if there's nothing that's pissing me off on that given day, if there's nothing that I feel like discussing that's in the mainstream, we'll just do something else. Uh, So I'm not trying too hard. I'm just talking about what's on my mind. Carey says, didn't Denver offer him a contract and he turned it down? Yeah, but it turns out that Denver offered him a lot less than they said they did. Carlos said, would you rather have Colin than Dobbs? Yeah, without a doubt. I'd have Colin over Landry Jones. Not right now. Landry knows the offense better, but give him a couple months. Yeah, I'd rather have Colin Kaepernick. He's a better player. Better player? Better player? Mystery Trader says, Cap turned down a job. Enough about him. His choice. And here's the one that always takes the cake. Every single time. Dominic. Quote, if I did what he did at a job against company policy and they called my former employer for a reference and they said I was a distraction, I wouldn't get a job either. That is a false equivalency. The reason why Kaepernick did what he did, protested at his job, is because there are 70,000 fans in the stadium looking down upon him. Because there are millions of people on television watching him. He has a platform, and he chose to do what he wanted to do, to send a message with that platform. I'm guessing wherever you work, you wouldn't kneel down during the National Anthem, because A, they don't play the National Anthem, and B, no one would take notice, Dominic. That is the dumbest thing you hear in all these Kaepernick conversations. Well, if I did that at work, you wouldn't do it at work. Why would you do it at work? No one cares what Dominic has to say whenever he's at his job in his cubicle typing away with two fingers because he's too old to use all of his fingers because he doesn't know how to type. Uh, no one cares what you have to say, Dominic. People look up to Colin Kaepernick. People look up to NFL players. He's using his platform for good. Should Jesse Owens not have put his fist up at the Olympics? Was that bad? Nay, it was good. Tim says, of course. Just what I want. More liberal nonsense from a sports personality. Kaepernick was a one-and-done pony. He's not in the league because he sucks. Go tweet for CNN. Jagoff. off. I wonder if this guy thinks Josh Dobbs is good, though. See, that's the whole point. If you think Dobbs is good and then tweet me that Kaepernick sucks, it's because you're either a racist or you're caught up so much in party politic politics that you can't get out of your own stinking way. It's also not liberal to say that Colin Kaepernick's a better quarterback than Josh Dobbs. But don't worry. If you want conservative talk on your sports radio station, you're not going to have to wait that long. The end of September, 8-10, till 10, ESPN Pittsburgh. Is this official yet Did we announce it? I think they did. I think the War Room announced they're doing a show from 8 until 10. It's out there. Everyone knows it's out there. Quinn and Roe is coming to ESPN Pittsburgh 8 until 10. Every morning. That makes sense, right? Guess the cat's out of the bag now. Zach says, how is this still difficult? Of course he's good enough. Potentially even a starter. But organizations and coaching staffs don't want to deal with all the ancillary noise Cap brings. If he was Aaron Rodgers, he'd be on a team. Talent always dictates the length of the leash. But here's the deal. Kaepernick knelt down during the National Anthem. Guys like Greg Hardy beat women, throw them on beds filled with guns, and they're still in the league. Well, he's not in the league, but he was in the league. And you run someone over in a DUI like Dante Stallworth, oh, that let you back. But you kneel down during the National Anthem. Oh, my God. You're the worst. Stupid. You know what else is stupid? Thinking Josh Dobbs can make this roster. Because, spoiler alert, he's not. And he shouldn't either. It is very important to have a backup quarterback when you're in win-now mode. The Steelers are absolutely in win-now mode. Wes Euler, who did a really good job filling in for Stan Saverin today. Buddy of mine. He said on Stan's show, noon till 2 on ESPN Pittsburgh, that... If Ben goes down for any length of time, you're done. And I don't buy that. I think if you have Landry Jones and Ben goes down for two or three games, you are absolutely still in the thick of the playoff race. And the reason I think this is because I think there's value to having a veteran backup quarterback. In 2010, the Steelers went 3-1 and with the backup quarterback and went to the Super Bowl. In 2008, the Steelers beat the Redskins, who were 6-1, I believe, at the time, with Byron Lefwich at quarterback. If they lose that game, they don't win the Super Bowl. Because they're 11-5, They don't win the division, they're having to go to Baltimore for the AFC Championship game, or they're losing worse to Tennessee in the divisional round. In 2005, Tommy Maddox played a game, but Charlie Batch won a game against Brett Favre, and Charlie Batch won a game against the Browns, not that's hard. But if they don't win those games, the Steelers don't make the playoffs, they don't win the Super Bowl, either one of those games. They lose to Green Bay, it's over. They don't make it. They don't win. So you need, I think, a veteran backup quarterback when your expectation this year is to win the Super Bowl. We haven't seen Dobbs throw a pass in the league in a regular season game. He can kick the bleep out of fourth and fifth stringers But what can he do against regulars? I don't know. What can Rudolph do against regulars? I don't know. What can Landry Jones do against regulars? He can beat them. I saw him do it. He only played a half against the Arizona Cardinals a couple of years ago. One of the best teams in football, by the way. And he beat them. Made two great touchdown throws. to Martavis Bryant. Well, one was a great throw. The other one was all bright. But he won the game with the weapons that he had around him. I have faith Landry can do that. I don't have any faith, any at all, that Rudolph or Dobbs could do it this year. None. And the Steelers aren't in the business of guessing. The Steelers are in the business of, oh my god, we better win a 7th Lombardi before Ben Roethlisberger runs out the door. How about before Le'Veon Bell runs out the door? This is the last best chance for the Steelers to win a Super Bowl. In the Ben Roethlisberger era. Doesn't mean it can't happen without Le'Veon Bell. But with Le'Veon Bell, it's the best chance the Steelers have to win a championship. In the Ben Roethlisberger era. And you're going to risk him going down for two or three games. And putting an unproven quarterback in there. Who's probably going to lose. And then you miss the playoffs. F that. Screw that. That's dumb. And the Steelers won't be dumb here. The Steelers are going to do what they have to do. And what they have to do. The smart thing. The pragmatic thing is you keep Landry and you keep the guy that you think's the eventual quarterback who can replace Ben Roethlisberger and Mason Rudolph. 412 your thoughts on that? That's 412 Coming up next, Dale Lolly of DKPittsburghSports.com and the Pittsburgh Steelers Football Network. He'll weigh in on Dobbs and yesterday's preseason game number 4. It's the Crowley Show. The Adam Crowley Show. Axe off. No. Axe on. Oh no. Oh, it's on the nipple. Axe off. Ah! Axe on. Axe off. He went from the bottom. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. Time, whenever I paid seventy five dollars a ticket to go watch the dude mop the floors down the hall. Oh wait, that never happened. So you're saying he doesn't have a similar platform to Colin Kaepernick? Everyone, get the hell out of my messages, my mentions, get out of my mentions. I totes got ratioed last night, and then I woke up today with like twenty extra tweets of people saying, "Yeah, hey, you can't compare Josh down to Colin Kaepernick. Why not?" I'm honest. It's my radio show. If I want to compare Dobbs to Kaepernick, I'll compare Dobbs to Kaepernick. If I want to compare Cats and Dobbs, I will. Dale Lolly joins us now from Pittsburghsports.com and the Steelers Radio Network. Good one. Dale! Ah, crap. Hello! This is Steve. You son of a bitch. I'm so mad at you for doing that the other day. You <laughs> infiltrated our highly touted security system and you somehow breached it and found your way onto the air to say Will Greer sucks. I will not tolerate that on my radio program.
2: I don't know the secret passageways in.
0: Yeah, right up Tom's backside, apparently. Yeah, it was a real <laughs> breakdown on Tom's part there. He let me click you right through. He has full power to nix that and he didn't do it. Dale Josh Dobbs. How long is he a stealer? How much longer, I guess, is the better way of phrasing it? Yeah, about 24 hours. You think there's a chance that he's the dude who gets kept around until Le'Veon Bell gets here to be the cut so that they can explore a trade option for him? They don't have to cut anybody
2: To Le'Veon Bell has to be on the active roster. Oh, that's
0: right. that's right. That's right. So there's, there's none, I guess the dates the dates would coincide when he'd sign to come in. I thought there might be a couple of days overlap. I guess there could be, depending on how long it takes Bell to get in here.
2: Right. I mean, but he has to be on the fifty-three man to start the season. So correct. And then he has then you would have to put him on some kind of list. Like,
0: see. I see. One see this is you why. Never
2: want to be on a list.
0: No, you don't. Uh, Schindlers or otherwise. This is why you infiltrate our systems because we allow you to because we need your information. I thought he balled out last night, man, and it was was honestly awesome to see. It made me want to watch that game because I didn't have any other reason to watch it. I mean, I was doing the post-game show, but I didn't have a reason that I wanted to watch it. He entertained me, and I I think he can be a good backup in this league. It's just not going to happen here.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was looking around at some of the other scores from around the league, and I'm thinking... this is a pretty meaningless game I'm watching here, but at least there is some entertainment value. Um, The thing people have to remember about Josh Dobbs is that he has not been on the field with a single uh, defensive starter from another team in this entire preseason, pretty much actually for his entire career, uh, if you go back to last year as well. So, yeah, he looked good, and he was out there with, you know, Steeler backup type players, and that's that's good. I'm glad for Josh Dobbs. He's a nice young man. Um, but you know you know what the reality is, and the reality is that they're not going to keep four quarterbacks. That's highly unlikely. Nobody has done that. Uh, nobody did it last year. Half the team's kept two quarterbacks last year so but there could be some trade value out there for, it. and he may have improved that with his performance yesterday, but it was just last year people were questioning that pick. <laughs> hey, he stinks oh he can't you know now all of a sudden he's the he's the anointed uh savior of the city or something. I don't know. And the same people who are out there saying, well, now they need to trade the, you know, Landry Jones. These are the people that all, they have all been saying that Landry Jones stinks. He can't play. But now somebody's going to give you something for him. In their convoluted minds. I, I don't get it. This... Landry Jones is going to be the backup here. Um, ben trusts him. Uh, the coaching staff trusts him. The other players trust him. And, oh, by the way, he had a pretty good preseason, too. He was 10 for 13 in the preseason.
0: You know what, Dale? If I'm Carolina, I put some sort of black bag over Dobbs's head and take him out of the stadium last night. I put him in a room somewhere, convince him that he's a Carolina Panther because their backups stink. I, I do think there's a chance someone would trade for him. Would you Would you care to throw a percentage on that, Dale? How much value do you think that he carries around the league, maybe? I
2: mean, I think if the ask is, you know, a seventh-rounder – yeah. Uh, you know, conditionally that, you know, he makes your roster, he's on the, after, you know, whatever it would be, at least you're getting something in return for him. You know, people need to realize, and you've heard this all along, oh, that was a wasted pick then since they took Mason Rudolph. They didn't know they were going to have the availability or the, the possibility of drafting Mason Rudolph this year. They got him in the third round. I mean, that, that was a steal in my eyes, and it still is. And, you know, so you, you probably should take a quarterback almost every year once your quarterback hits 35 anyways, once your starter does. I mean, because you are got to replace those guys, and those guys have some value if they play well.
0: Dale, the new take out there is, well, if Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt, well, the season's over anyhow. Oh, really? Was it over in 2005, 2008, and 2010 when the Steelers went to the Super Bowl every year after having a backup quarterback win some games?
2: Right. Nor was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor.
0: It was the Japanese. You just completely missed that movie reference. No, I nailed it. Not that I'm surprised. I've seen Animal House. Okay, Dale, I know (laughs) of what you are referring. I think backup quarterbacks are incredibly valuable, and especially whenever you have a team that is maybe this close to the window closing with Ben Roethlisberger not knowing how long he's going to play, with Le'Veon Bell walking out at the end of the year – if Landry Jones plays for two games, they're still a playoff team. If he plays for four games, I think they're still a playoff team. Uh, if it's Dobbs or Mason Rudolph, they've never thrown an NFL freaking pass before in the regular season. I can't believe people are, are looking at the future as if there's Pirates fans or something here. It's about now, baby. You'll find another Dobbs another time.
2: Yeah, I agree completely. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's, Dobbs wasn't highly touted coming out of college or anything like that. He was he's a fourth-round
0: draft pick, Yeah, he went to a and, crap school.
2: You no, know, he went to a school. that's probably going to win tomorrow. Ah, uh, so.
0: crap! School Tennessee.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, this whole you know, keep this guy or that guy. Cut, cut all these backup guys because they're not going to, you know, they're not they're not any good. And these guys have promise. This is a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. They're not going to they're not going to simply you know cut guys loose just to, to to develop guys. That's not how this works. And, and oh, by the way, you know, people are. I, I, I don't get it. Like you want, the Steelers will keep some guys who are simply special teams players, mm-hmm. the Tyler Medvedeviches and, and and Darius Hayward Bay, and and fans will kill them for that. Bill Belichick does that every year. He keeps like six guys who do nothing to play special teams. Matthew Matthew uh, uh, Slater has been in the league for like thirteen years. <laughs> I don't think he has a catch. But he's good at special teams, so they keep him around. They have a bunch of those guys every year. Now everybody wants to tell me how smart Bill Belichick is. When he does it, it's genius, and when the Steelers want to do it with some of their guys, oh, well, you can't do that. you gotta, you got to have these developmental guys.
0: Dale Lawley, sports.com and the Steelers Radio Network joining me here on the Crowley Show. When you look at outside linebacker, Dale, who you got making the team? Uh, Ola just keeps on flashing, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, I mean, he's on my roster. He was on my roster before last night's game, and that just solidified things. Now, we don't know how bad the uh, the hamstring injury is. Um, that could affect things a little bit in terms of how many they keep. Uh, but my latest 53-man uh, roster, I only kept four. Um, you know, I, I just think it, a lot depends on, on what happens with, with, uh, with Denny. But, um, you know, I like Keon Adams. I like Hugan and um but – you know, I don't know how much they're going to help you on special teams. Uh, I'd, I'd much rather keep some other guys that I know can help me on special teams and, you know, roll the dice with getting one of those guys onto the practice squad. I mean, Hugen was there last year, all last year, and nobody, nobody touched him, and he had three shots last preseason. So it is what it is.
0: Anything odd to take from Javon Hargrave playing as much as he did?
2: Yeah, I thought that was a little strange, and Bostic was out there as well. Um but I, you know, I think they just want him getting as much playing time as possible, um, you know, in, in the defense, I guess. And, and McCullough's played a little bit, but he's, you know, he's been banged up the last couple weeks, um, and the other guys really have, have done nothing to justify the playing time. That doesn't mean that you, you know, expose your starting nose tackle to uh, to additional snaps. But I just think that you know you get Javon Hargrave. Is coming from a small school. Um, you know, I don't know what kind of coaching he got in South Carolina State, but he's played a lot of football. Um, but even with like, for example, Stefan Tuitt, talking to him, um, you know, you're talking about a guy who's only played basically 10 years of football and has always gotten by on just being bigger and stronger than everybody else. Well, right. last year he wasn't. Last year he had to rely more on technique and he found that it was a little bit lacking. Well, that may be the case with Javon Hargrave as well right now where they're looking at this and going, Javon, you've gotten by because you've got that super quick first step. But now we want you to diagnose things a little bit mm. more and be the straw that kind of stirs the drink. So we're going to leave you out there with some of these guys who you know aren't as good as you, and we want you to dominate. And, and I thought that he played pretty well last night.
0: Dale Lally joining us here on the Crowley Show. Uh, Dale, in terms of diagnosing plays, uh, you, you look at Matthew Thomas and the guy's got all kinds of ability. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Williamson and I were talking last night on the postgame show about his change of direction, maybe not being as good as you'd want it to be, but I, I think a lot of that actually comes from his inability at this point to diagnose. I think he's still thinking out there, but he's definitely on everyone's 53, man, including the Steelers, I'd imagine. Yeah.
2: I mean, if they had to cut the 45, he would be on
0: there. And, nice. You
2: know, that. that's just... Uh, you know, Williamson said he only got the he – he's 51. Well, you don't get to keep 51. You got to keep 53. So uh, there's some tough decisions that have to be made. Did you, you did you me. yell at him he's today
0: understood. about that, by the way? I know you and Williamson I are did, boys.
2: I yeah. Because yeah. you can't just keep 51. You got to keep – that's the whole problem, you know, the process here. You got to do 53.
0: You I'm going to keep 53. 54. Can I keep 54 if he keeps 51?
2: You can keep 57. How about that?
0: Hines. Yes. Dale, I appreciate the time as always, my friend. West Virginia's going to win this weekend, and Pitt's going to suffer a crushing loss to Albany. Yeah, that's
2: probably not going to happen.
0: Well, the second thing won't. Goodbye, my friend. Goodbye. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. You will be the one for me. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. You will be the one. Be the one for me. It's beautiful. What time is it?
1: Oh. I think I know, Adam. Yeah? Does it have to do with the day? And not the time?
0: What time is it?
1: Time to talk about the day that it is. Friday? It's Friday. It's a free movie
0: Friday from Adam Tickets. It's back. The Adam Tickets app lets you browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends, pre-order concessions, all from your phone. And you can skip the lines. Today, Adam Tickets wants to give you a chance at free movie tickets. Text them now. Text BURGER to A-T-O-M-1. That's BURGER to 28661 for your chance to win. Standard data and text message rates may apply. It is 634. And Pitt still sucked. Coming up next, hottest take of the day, other crap, and the three stars of the show, and the week. Oh, yeah. So much to get to. ESPN Pittsburgh. The Adam Crowley Show. Oh, Hi, I'd like to place an order for pickup, please. What's that, sir? Can I place an order for pickup, please? Everything's done at the window, sir. At the window?
2: Yes, sir. It's fast food service.
0: That's funny. I thought the flyer's window closed. woo Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. Oh Everybody was gone for Friday Seventeen minutes away from freedom. Seventeen minutes away from me not having to care about anything other than college football. Oh my God! It's a brave new world. You, I am a sorry. No,
1: you know we have to do a show Monday. Like it does like the world just doesn't
0: stop. We're actually not doing one Monday. Yeah, no. Okay, Tuesday, Tuesday. My bad. Oh,
1: see, my bad. The world
0: stops for Monday. Uh, Monday is the day after the day after college football, and in fact, there's college football on that Monday. So, Brian, you know what? I'm going to just step off. Okay, pal. Sorry, I'm I bad. just I'm back bad. it up a little bit. I am always surprised by myself
1: <laughs>
0: on the first game of the season. I say this all the time. You wait nine months between things, right? Between the end of the season and the start of the next season, and you've survived every single Saturday between then and now without watching college football and you think to yourself oh I guess I I guess I'm fine I guess I can live without it then it's the fourth quarter other teams driving with a chance to tie the game or win the game if they go for two and you're just bleeding out your eyes that your heart is beating out of its chest you're sweating it's a horrific feeling and really we don't need to feel that way it's been nine months But I guarantee you tomorrow at 3.27, just prior to kickoff, I'm going to do a shot of some sort of brown liqueur just to calm my nerves. What time do you start drinking? If it's a noon kick, I start at noon. If it's a 3.30 kick, I start at noon. If it's an 8 o'clock kick, I start at noon. So first,
1: you're not getting up, like, especially early? Like, nice breakfast? Oh, I will.
0: Oh, yeah. So I eat Chick-fil-A breakfast every morning that there's a West Virginia Mountaineer game. Because of course, of
1: course you
0: do. We beat Texas a couple years back when I had Chick Fil A breakfast, so that's been the running tradition since that point.
1: All right.
0: Yeah, it's foolproof. I mean, they lost—they <laughs> lost six games last year. Whenever I <laughs> Chick Fil A, really, what's happening is I get fat, and my team does whatever they were going to do anyhow. Maybe you need to rethink this Chick Fil A thing. I wake up at seven. I drink a cup of coffee. I take a poop ski, I drive on over to Chick Fil A. I get myself a spicy chicken biscuit. Little hash brown medallions, dip them in ketchup, three of those, and then I start drinking at Newt. College game day's at nine. I'm already ready to poop out the Chick-fil-A by nine o'clock. I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm really not. It's Christmas Eve. Isn't it, it is Christmas Eve, and it's so stupid. I mean, it's so dumb. I think college football is so morally bankrupt, but at the same time, I'm going to watch every last second that I can tomorrow. I'm going to watch Auburn. I'm going to watch Washington. I'm going to watch the Alabama game. They're going to roll. I'm going to watch Michigan, and I'm going to watch Notre Dame. I'll have it on all day. No, Oklahoma, FIU. Here's what you're
1: back to, buddy. Like you're, three hours. That three hours that West Virginia is on the field dictates like your next four or five days of mood. Yes.
0: My wife knows that, too. It
1: dictates everything. Like your poor wife, is. she's completely affected by it. She your is. puppy? Your cats? They are. They all know it. They can feel that.
0: It's going to be like four and a half hours, too. <laughs> Big 12 football. I mean, those oh, yeah. games last forever. And Lena always tells me, my wife, she says, you can't give up every Saturday in the fall. I say, babe, it's only 12 days a year. She goes, yeah, but it's 12 Saturdays in a row. Like I look at it as one day, 12 out of 300, how many days are in a year? 52? Three. 65. Whoa. 64 if there's a leap year, though. 52 weeks in a year is what I meant to do. So 12 out of 52, 12 out of 365. She says, yeah, 12 in a row. She did not like it. But you're going to have to put up with it. I mean, that's my life. Day-wise, it's really a small percentage. It, it, it kills your entire Saturday, though. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. No, you're oh. done. for. You're done. I mean, here's here's how your wife would probably put the exact same thing you're saying. I've
0: lost Adam for the next 12 months yes. or six months. Yes. Well, because here's the deal. If it's a noon kick, you got me in the evening. If it's a three thirty kick, you're effed. I mean, a three- but
1: do you have you in the evening? Because I mean, how many beers deep are you? You're probably peeing out of windows at this point. Like it's not fun for her to hang out with you at that point.
0: That's very true. Okay. If it's a night game, yeah, her whole day's miserable. Yeah, yeah, and
1: she's well. At least she's sleeping anyway. Like if it's a night game and it goes, if it goes late, then she's sleeping and she doesn't see you at the epitome of your drunkenness during the game.
0: West Virginia played Baylor last year, and it ended at like eleven forty-five at night. She goes to bed on the weekend usually around midnight. It was like nine o'clock. She see ya. I'm out of here. Got some reading to do. There will be on my Twitter account tomorrow at underscore Adam Crowley pictures of my dog wearing her West Virginia bandana. That's dog abuse. It's I mean, not not not, not putting even a, putting a pitch scarf on it would be dog abuse. Well, I mean, yeah, that'd be even worse.
1: But any kind of clothing on your poor animal—it's an animal. It's Doesn't need clothing.
0: She asked for it. She did
1: not ask for. She it. She
0: wanted a little Will Greer jersey, but I couldn't make it happen. <laughs> she does. It just... Does Pitt cover the spread tomorrow, Tom? I don't even know what it is. That means no. They probably won't. Why
1: are you a bad gambler?
0: They probably won't.
1: You were a bad gambler with Fat Jack today. He had to shoot you down. Look, Fat Jack's a bad gambler are. to me. Okay, you just throwing money down, aren't you?
0: The over under in the <laughs> Penn win State game. Eventually. The over under in the Penn State game is fifty two. Oh, over! Yeah, they're putting fifty two up by themselves. Yeah, Appalachian. Oh, I don't know. That's the toughest game on their schedule in the coming month. It's time for the hottest take of the day. It's time for the hottest take of the day. (laughs) West Virginia football is going to win more games than Penn State football this uh, year. no. Mark it down. It's official. West Virginia is winning more games than Penn State football. I don't know if West Virginia is going to win the, make the playoff. Uh, I've predicted them to do so. But they are going to win more games than Penn State. And if they do not, I myself will complete a challenge. A challenge that we did not discuss in the pre-show meeting that I haven't thought of yet, but I will. No, I'll perform a challenge. Here we go again. How
1: about you never are to wear any West Virginia gear or bring them up
0: again. Ever, I'm not doing that. I might. I'd eat wasabi. We've done that. Go to that well. We can get creative. We can get creative. We got more wells to go to. West Virginia is winning more games than Penn State, and if they don't, I get hurt. It's time for the three stars of the show.
1: Are we sure that these are West Virginia stars? I just want to make sure before we go into this. They sure as hell better be. Tom? There's no West Virginia stars. Okay. Son of a bitch. Third star. Tonight's third star of the show, betting
2: Tennessee. I can't think of any reason in the world to play Tennessee. The only people that bet Tennessee in this spot, Adam, they, they're there a- fat hillbillies that drink moonshine and play the banjo and basically sit over there and they're wearing orange overalls and and have orange hair. I mean, I can't think of anybody who plays Tennessee in this spot.
1: Okay, that scared me. I thought he was going to mention West Virginia. No, no, no. That was very close. Second star.
0: Tonight, second star of the show, the New York Yankees.
1: The Yankees. Let's go,
0: Yanks! The Yankees. Really? They do have really nice uniforms. I mean, they just Both look great. Both the whites? professional, oh, Very man. professional. The home whites. No names on the back because their fans are so smart they don't even need it's the not, names. And it's classy, too. You it's kind of a high-class You can not at
1: the plate without getting behind the Yankees. No. Impossible. Go, Yanks. I am going for Hey, Kutch is up. Go, Kutch. Hope you get a hit. Base hit. Maybe a home run. Hope it's not too important to send the Yankees like... Through the wild card, hope that doesn't happen. But hey, hope you do well, Coach. Oh, we're, the Yankees. We're
0: catching the Red Sox, Brian.
1: What do you mean we? Yes, we are. We are catching. We're, what we're Red catching. We? What is this weird? There's no wild
0: card here. We're Neither catching. Neither of the Sox. you are on mm-hmm. the
1: team. Neither. We are now. My Christian heart Walker. is on the team. It's <laughs> Walker. You guys
0: want to know what I'm doing tonight? I'm yanking it for the Yankees. Hell yeah! This take sickens me. Sickens me.
1: <laughs> First off, Hey! tonight's first star of the show, Cutdown Day. Van comes out on the field, bag overhead, drag him into the van, van takes off. They don't even see it coming.
0: Nate Burhey misses a tackle, and all of a sudden he's getting dragged off (laughs) the field by CIA operatives. I'm totally
1: down for that. You can even take it one step further and let the fans get involved. Let them take the shot. Yes. Yeah. And gets to decide who he wants to cut. Put a quarter in. Oh, my God. Be careful, Landry. Landry, no! Oh, no.
0: Landry would be standing on the sideline holding his little quarterback notebook, his little clipboard, talking to Ben Roethlisberger, and all of a sudden you would get a dart in the side of his neck and get dragged off the field by one of the Steelers Nation Unite people.
1: Yeah, they'd go down by seven, and Tomlin would have to, like, build a bunker.
0: Who let the dogs out? It has been 247 days since Mountaineer football.
1: Oh, no. Good Look what you did there. I
0: have to wait one more day. One more. Less than a day. Less than 24 hours. I'm not going to do the fast math. I can't. I went to West Virginia. But college ball starts tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Tom, is it better for the show if we get a Mountaineer loss or a Mountaineer win? A
0: Mountaineer loss? Are you kidding me? <laughs> SEC football. Oh, no. It's Mountaineer pride, bitch. <laughs> Woo! I'm pumped, man. I'm ready to
1: go! Oh, I'm you ready tell me to go. Right now! Right, how now. Pumped you are. right now! Let's go! Oh man, it's Off Monday. I forgot.
0: I like being on Piss Off Monday. Do your best Crowley impression. Go! Oh my god, I love West Virginia so much. Will Greer, is awesome. Yeah, I'll get on my knees for Will Greer. <laughs> I thought Paul was just gonna be masturbating on the other side of the phone. Oh no.
1: Well, I'm sure he wasn't in a the movie theater.
0: Yeah. That's what I would do if I were doing my Pee Wee Herman impression.
2: Oh, I love that story. Oh, yeah, it's time to freak
0: out, freak out. The macho man is here on the Idol Crowley Show. You know, I don't want
2: to, I'm not getting into all that.
0: I'm having a cramp. My leg's cramping up real bad. Graves, oh my god, my freaking hamstring. There's a knot in it. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Elizabeth hold my drink. Why
2: don't you? Woo! Said I don't want to get into
0: it. Ding dong. Maybe he is dumb. Maybe the reason he does that hopscotch thing in the backfield is because he doesn't know which hole he's supposed to go through. Lev can't find hole. Lev need hole. I cannot (laughs) find hole. You open hole, I find hole. Lev see round hole, need square hole. (laughs) On off day, Lev Bell go throw money at holes at strip club. (laughs) Big holes. Lots of jiggly. Jelly hole. Baby blue and white. But it was the volume of touches, man. It wasn't because he was explosive. Yeah, well, since when does that matter? Thank, Thank you. you. When Michael Jordan was scoring 30 points a game, did anybody care how many shots he took? No,
2: that's what these guys were supposed to do. When you're really good, they keep giving you the ball because I want you to
0: know with it. Tim Ben's going to be joining in a few in us. It, hmm. He um, he did a, uh, a snogulation on a guy who did a fine job of finishing him off. But the coup
2: de bra when you, you, and back in the day, when you finished off a guy, you threw him down, and then you drilled him, you gored him. It was a way of letting him know, hey, look, it, I'm here all day. Whoa. Will Greer
0: stinks. Dale Lolly? Lolly! <laughs> get the hell out of here! We've been infiltrated! How dare you! You son of a bitch! So what you gonna do? I wish they just put their cards out on the table. I wish Jerry Jones would say, we want the cash. We want that straight cash, mean, We want the extra home game. Give it to me. I am If I drive my car into a wall 16 times, that sucks. That's me. It sucks a little bit more if I do it 18 times. How much did you look into the Carolina Panthers for this one, buddy? <laughs> Although it's now coming back. Is it Jimmy Clausen? Is that a possibility? Is he still a Panther?
2: Oh, man. I not Jimmy Clawson is out of the NFL, but do you know why I remember him? So what you gonna do? Adam Crowley with Hulkamania and the Macho Man. We run wild on you. All right, guys. Have a great day.
1: I'll talk to you later. Going Take me home. To Will Greer. In the back. Of my pickup. Take me home. Will Greer. In the butt.
0: Jelly hole.